nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Good evening and welcome to San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. My name is Harry. Uh, joining me on the road is uh, Rafa. Um, I don't really like your adios barca. <laughs> How are you? Where are you? And, and live from Waco, Texas. Uh, yeah. Uh, can we end the show already? I mean, you already ruined <laughs> it off for me. Between you and then Coach Cano sending me the uh, uh, the the what was it Michael uh, Michael Car- Carrington Car- you know a little meme you know when uh, Real Madrid was uh, down two zero and I was doing more the the uh, second goal because the second goal was uh, that was bad. <laughs> that was <laughs> just, just, just just like the one on that final when Benzema when they rolled it to his foot <laughs> it was just it was the same exact thing. I'm yeah, I was like, kidding. Oh, little did I know that you know the they were playing what Liverpool, right? Uh, Liverpool would just give it right back to them. So, and then some. To me, that game reminded me. Uh, you're old school like me. Uh, the um, I'll say 2015, 2014, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Antonio Scorpions versus the Tampa Bay Rowdies, where. Uh, the Scorpions were up 3-0, and everybody was cruising. Toyota Field was rocking, and then the Rowdy scored the next seven. So <laughs> it, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I was I was actually getting your text the text messages while I was doing a presentation at La Vega High School, and you're excited with the Tiro lead, and like, nah, we got this, and <laughs> and then I guess when the five straight goals, you're just like, <laughs> well, I was smart this time. Because I did, I was just like Rafa. Don't look at the second goal because it was bad. But I wasn't talking crap because we've seen this dance before from Real Madrid, where <laughs> they go down and then they come back through. Now I didn't. I don't think anybody expected them to come back and get five goals. I, I don't. You know, I, I don't think they figured anybody was going to have a collapse like that. But and then uh, Rafa and or not Rafa, but uh, Bar- uh, Barcelona and Manu. It was a solid game. It was a good, mm-hmm. good, even series. Uh, you know, if they were facing anybody else, you probably think that they advance. Um, both teams advance. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, Barcelona ended up losing uh, on a late goal, 80 something minute. Uh, nice shot by out. Anthony. So it was like, so, you, you know, to me, I thought that was going to go to extra time and PKs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, give credit to Man U. They, they pulled it out. So, uh, I think Man U plays for a trophy this weekend, right? Um, the against, uh, the mighty Newcastle. So hopefully Newcastle uh, can pull that off. But we're not here for European football uh, <laughs> as much as I'd like to talk about that. And, and uh, 
We will be talking about European football on Sunday at 7.30 with uh, SAFC FanCast uh, because this week uh, San Antonio announced a friendly of sorts against Sunderland. So uh, to, me, bigger, to me, bigger team than Cardiff City. Yep. So big, I, I, was, I was expecting Wrexham or something to come in. <laughs> Biggest friendly that biggest friendly and uh, that that San Antonio has pulled in, mm-hmm. even over a Liga MX team like Santos. I, I would think had so. some. I would think so. I mean, Sunlines, like I said, they had their history, you know, being in the EPL, and I, I think this is this is this is a good thing for them. Well, I know which which we'll talk about a lot on Sunday, but it's a, it's a, exciting. So we have those Gato Blancos versus those Negro Gatos. So the the cat. The Cat Derby. So let's let's get into uh, UIL playoffs here. Um, for San Antonio, it might be very short lived how the how the performance has gone so far here. The taps, uh, and, yeah. Or yeah, taps. Sorry, taps uh, playoffs here uh, for Division One, um, or dist- yeah, District One, or uh, yeah, Division One. Um, you got to give it to District One. They pretty much uh, went bored against District 2 uh, for that here. So Ursuline had the bye. Uh, Concordia Lutheran beat uh, Trinity Christian Academy. Or, uh, or pardon me. Uh, Trinity Christian Academy beat Concordia Lutheran 7-0. Uh, Parish Episcopal beat uh, the Village School 4-0. Probably the upset, maybe even of the entire TAPS playoffs. Uh, Preston would uh, Christian, uh, the seventh seed. I think they hadn't won many games. Um, pull, you know, pulled a stunner, beat uh, Antonian 2 0 uh, for that here in San Antonio. On the other side, uh, JP2 Plano, convincing word over Cardinal Order Houston. Uh, Nolan Catholic from Fort Worth beat St. Prius X uh, from Houston 2 1. Bishop Lynch uh, rolled in Cardinal Word High School out of San Antonio. And, of course, the only team that's left from uh, District 2 uh, had a bye, St. Agnes. So uh, you got 1-5, 1-3, 1-2, uh, or 2-6, uh, 4 uh, uh, in the fourth seed. So what, what do you say? I know you talked about the, the, the schools from the DFW. Powerhouses, uh, I think they flex their muscles, uh, at least in what this is considered what upper 5A, 6A for TAP. Yeah, the, the, when you think, when you think of the TAPs that are in Dallas, they've, I think they play really tough district games and so forth. So, you know, I think that prepares them for, for, for the, for the playoffs and, and actually you can see the results there. And, you know, you know, like I said, I'm surprised at like the game, especially with Antonian. You know, they're riding, you know, high. They had a good, some good wins towards the end, and and for them to, you know, to lose that game was a little, a little surprising. Um, same thing with Northern Catholic not getting the upset too as well. So it's it just shows the kind of like the balance of part, especially here in Division One for Taps, that the the place to be right now is, is the dominant force right now is the the DW Dallas Fort Worth area. Moving to uh, uh, Division Two for Taps, uh, Southwest Christian five-one over Legacy Frisco. 
uh, we'd picked uh, St. Michael's uh, Catholic or St. Michael's Catholic got the victory over uh, Grace Community Tyler. Uh, we had picked uh, Grace Community, so congrats to uh, St. Michael's on getting the upset. Grapevine Christian uh, rolled uh, Coram Dio from Flower Mound. Uh, Liberty Christian Ardall beat Regent School out of Austin 4-3, so a little bit of uh, revenge there. On the other side, San Antonio Christian uh, convincing win over the Emory Winer. Uh, unfortunately, uh, St. Mary's Hall went down uh, 6-0 to Fort Bend Christian out of Sugarland. Uh, talked to Coach Cano. He mentioned this team's real young. He was re real proud of how you know the the all that the you know the girls went through and, and like I said, he's expecting. Uh, well, I guess I don't want to put words in his mouth, but uh, I would I would expect bigger results next year. Uh, you know, for St. Mary's Hall um, and Coach Cano uh, for that here. Uh, TMI unfortunately lost a close one one zero to Lutheran South from Houston. And St. Catholic, uh, Anthony Catholic got roll, rolled by uh, St. John um, 23 college prep out of Katie, who you had selected to be the champion. And, well, they acted like a champion <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> yeah. in the area around. So um, outside of a couple of hiccups dealing with the Austin schools, you picked the wrong one, uh, you know, perfect bracket, uh, you know, beyond there. So. Any thoughts on San Antonio Christian uh, getting through or, you know, St. Mary's TMI and St. Anthony uh, falling? San Antonio Christian's probably have has, has a legitimate shot getting to the semifinal, but they got a tough one, you know, because of that the team that, you know, uh, St. Mary's Hall played. But, you know, we'll see. I think San Antonio Christian might have the home field advantage on that. I think that could come into play and they'll be able to squeak one by and get to the next round. But I'm still, like I said, the favorite here with like John, John the 23rd from Katie. They've, I think they're going to be the team to, to keep an eye out. And I think they, they just rolled against St. Anthony's. And, and so that's the team you got to really watch out for. As, like I said, I think they're a legitimate favorite. Dallas side, like I said, I was surprised with Regents. I thought Regents would, would get a win. You know, they had a good season. But like I said, when it comes to the playoffs, you know, you never know where, where you're at. So. You know, you can get hot at the right time, and it just showed their, their them losing on that game. It was a close one. You could tell. Yeah, you could probably tell both both of those matches. One was you know was a one zero win for St. Michael's, and one was a four three loss. So, one goals and and you know I, you know of course we don't know we weren't there to watch it, but I have a feeling you know it was a back and forth game uh, going all the way along. Uh, looking at D three uh, for that here. Um, the Covent uh, got by Brook Hill 5-0. Uh, Dallas Christian uh, Mesquite got by uh, Verrats Academy out of Austin 4-3. Uh, McKinney Christian got past Lakeview, Dallas Lakeview Prep 2-0. Brentwood Christian out of Austin got by uh, Covent Christian Colleyville uh, 2-0. Right, so you, you, know, you, you rock this, this division here. Uh, JP two shirts, uh, got a five, one, win over Westbury Christian, uh, logos, uh, prep out of Sugarland, uh, got a two Oh, win over New Braunfels Christian. I know you mentioned that was going to be a close one. Uh, Geneva, uh, flexed its muscle six, three, um, over Northland Christian and Cypress atonement, uh, squeaked out a five, four thriller over the atonement. So the atonement Academy in the fourth, uh, fourth slot, uh, uh, showed well. Um, actually, all the all the schools, uh, you know, showed well 
uh, from you know the San Antonio area, New Braunfels, you know, a, a close to a loss here. So, uh, well done on picking the winners on this one here. <laughs> a, 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 a perfect. Uh, still feeling pretty comfortable. Any surprises? Kind of went how you thought. I think that was how it was going to go. Uh, I think that first round and second round may look a little bit different. I think it's going to get a little. Some games will be maybe a little bit tighter. Um, you know, I still hopefully think think you know GP two from shirts can pull it out. But a big win for Geneva, you know, that could really you know scoring six goals could really set the tone on that second game and make that you know the other team very nervous and not to take them lightly. Cypress so Christian. Mm -hmm. yeah, Cypress Christian and. Um, that could be your upset right there. You know, that could be an upset right there, you know, just the way they're playing. So keep, just keep keep an eye on that game. And then on the other side, like I said, I think it's pretty much, like I said, your DFW team's kind of rolling along. And so, so you don't give Brentwood much of a chance against McKinley? Yeah, I think it will be close early on, but I think McKinley's probably, probably pull away. I, I think what you're seeing, like I said, you know, it's just a, that balance – you know, from those bless you, those DFW teams are really. I think what you see is that they're play. There's so much competition up there. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it gets some battle tested compared to maybe here. And it's not putting down our area down. Like I said, some of our teams maybe do go up there to play, but as you can see, they're kind of game in and game out with those district games. Really prepares those teams to make these runs in the playoffs. Moving to D1 for the boys. Um... Parish Abisco, um, I don't know, you picked St. Thomas. They won 5-2. I uh, highlighted the wrong one there. Nolan Catholic, 3-2 over Concordia. And then on the other side here, uh, you did miss one where you thought St. Prius ex, uh, would, would be defeat uh, Trinity Christian. Uh, but Trinity Christian uh, got the 2-0 win. And the Village School uh beat uh, El, El Paso uh Cathedral High School out of El Paso. Uh what a what a run from them. So on the 18th in Dallas and then on the 21st in, in Houston. So so hopefully they didn't go back home in the interim, but most likely they did over the weekend. Uh so that sets up um JP2 Central Catholic, Antonian and Prestonwood Christian out of Plano all had buys. So your final eight Prestonwood Christian versus St. Thomas, Nolan Catholic High School against Antonian, JP2 out of Plano versus the Village School out of Houston, and then Trinity Academy, uh, uh, Trent Academy, I think it's Trinity Academy, uh, Christian mm -hmm. Academy, um, and Central Catholic here. So uh, the buttons um, and Antonian, you know, the you know uh, for that here. So still two San Antonio schools uh, going against. I think what they're two Dallas area teams, two Dallas area teams here. So um, going in, you picked both of them to win. You still feeling uh, fairly comfortable with that? Uh, seeing seeing how the results have played out so far. I I, I can say I think Central Catholic because it's a home game for them. I think they should be able to take care of business. Should be a home game for both of them, right? Yeah, I believe so. I think Antonian they may have a little trouble with that. And there's. Um, you know, that's keep an eye on, on that game. Um, but if they can get by, you know, like I said, you know, great for them to get to the semifinal. But the, the key is this, is that they kind of had to set out a game. You know, sometimes you have rust and, you know, not playing a game could, you know, it'll take a while to get your momentum back up. And these teams have, have played a game under their belts. 
you know, they're, they're ready to go. So that could come into a factor th this coming weekend. Moving to uh, D2 on the boys, the big upset um, for here that you had selected Southwest Christian to go all the way to uh, the, the finals uh, and lose to uh, Beaumont Kelly. They went down to Bishop Dune out of Dallas 3-1. Uh, but other than that, you did excellent. Uh, Legacy Christian beat Regents 2-0, Grapevine Faith 2-0 over Cristo Ray, St. Michael's out of Austin, Austin beat uh, Saint, uh, All Saints Episcopal, uh, St. Joseph Brownville 2-1 over Versati, uh, Catholic San Antonio Christian 5-1 over Lutheran South, TMI 3-0 over the Emory, and Beaumont Kelly 4-0 uh, over, over uh, St. Augustine out of, out of Laredo. So on our side here, uh, sets up rematch uh, uh, St. Joe's out of Brownsville versus the San Antonio Christian. And then TMI uh, will, will travel over to Beaumont uh, to face Beaumont Kelly. On the other side, you got Bishop Dunn and Legacy Christian out of Frisco and Grapevine Faith Christian and, and St. Michael's Catholic out of Austin here. So uh, Southwest Christian, uh, you know, out of Fort Worth was the big upset here, but, uh, mm -hmm. your thoughts on our side and how, you know, how the bracket's shaping up for you. Yeah. I think like with Brownsville, St. Joseph's and St. John Christian rematch, you know, it's tough to be at a team three times, but you know, if the game is going to be in Brownsville, it's a long distance for them. And, and then I think also the weather's going to be warm too. So it'll be a little humid down there in the Valley. So that could come to a factor. Um, I think, like I said, I think they'll keep it close, but I think eventually, I think St. Brownsville, St. Joseph will pull that one off. Uh, but the TMI's got a tall task against Beaumont Kelly. I mean, Beaumont Kelly's been on; they've been the the team to beat. And uh, you, you never know; things, stranger things can happen. If TMI mm -hmm. can get a lead, you know, I mean, you know, jump on them early, be aggressive. I mean, that's the way you know you have to go into this game. You got to be aggressive, even though you're the underdog. You know, if you can, you know, so that'll help you pull off some upset. So, but I still think Beaumont Cal is going to advance on that. And then the other side, like I said, that big surprise on, on that upset for the top seed. And um, maybe that team, you know, they could, could you know, use that as far as momentum and get into, into the state tournament. Did you want to change your pick uh, to Legacy Christian or are you still going to roll with the winner, Bishop Doom? I think Bishop Doom still, I think, you know, it, you know, you you get you think that they high. Make it all the way out, or you you know, do you uh, put you know, assuming Grapevine Faith wins again, would you say yeah. Grapevine gets the? Yeah, Grapevine might be. This could be the could be the one for Grapevine to. I'm sure they're happy that the no one seat not got knocked off. And <laughs> but you never know. You can't take anyone lightly because it's like right. I said for that game. That could you know, someone from there could be on that top bracket could be your. Your, your state semifinalists or in, in getting for this case the, into the final. Moving to District Three uh, or Division Three, Convent four one over Hill Country Austin, uh, Brook uh, Hill seven one. Uh, this side of the bracket, you didn't do very well. The Convent Christian uh, lost to Prince of Peace Carrollton three two, and uh, Pentego Christian Arlington lost to Brentwood Christian. Uh, for that here. So the, the Dallas schools really flexed on, on that side here. Um, on our side here, uh, if we go over to uh, the early rounds, you had uh, 
bet you had predicted Bay Area Christian to be get by St. Joe Bryan, but uh, they ended up losing. Uh, you did correctly pick Knarted Word Academy um, out of Corpus Christi uh, to get the win, and Geneva unfortunately lost to Cypress Christian out of Houston, and the Atonement Academy lost 4-1 to Northland Christian. Uh, moving to the area round, uh, New Braunfels Christian uh, got a 5-3 win over St. Joe's out of uh, St. Joe's Catholic out of Bryan. Uh, St. Thomas Episcopal got a 2-1 win over Lu uh, uh, Lutheran North uh, High out of Houston. Um, Cypress Christian uh, continued the roll, uh, got a 2-1 win. And British International School rolled uh, North Northland Christian. So that sets up, um, you know, the, the regional uh, of the Convent versus Brookhill. Uh, Prince of Peace uh, Carrington out of uh, Penago Christian out of Arlington. New Braunfels Christian and St. Thomas Episcopal out of Houston and British International uh, hosting uh, Cypress Christian out of Houston. So uh, the San Antonio schools got, uh, unfortunately, outside of New Braunfels, uh, got bounced early in this one. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can tell, that, you know, some of those are those perennial powers they have on taps, like it's like the British school. I, I think they'll be the favorite for against, against Cyprus, but you saw Cyprus what they did at those first two games. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see if they'll make it to the final. They also real surprise upsets. I, I think it was real hard to predict a lot of those Dallas areas teams Correct. where they face each yeah. other. You know, I, I know there were going to be close games, especially like the Prince of Peace. You know, it could have gone either way. Three, you know, two. they could be the, they could be the favorite going into this game against Arlington. But I, I know that one could you know could go to like a over you know overtime or even penalty kicks. So it's a little wide open here on this side of the bracket. But I think eventually, like I said, that like I said, some would I have the British school as as the final? Uh, the convent verse. Uh, okay. You the actually British went St. Thomas uh, 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 beating uh, the Brit, but you British, went yeah. back and forth on that one. No. You know, you know, you were fifty fifty. That could be. But. Uh, to me, is the match to watch for this one, the convent out of Dallas and Brook Hill, which is also yeah. out of the DFW area because two number one seeds. Yeah, that's going to be a very so. tight game. So that's the taps at this point. Uh, any overall surprises between the six brackets uh, that stood out to you? Or, you know, I know I think uh, Steve, uh, you know, you know, uh, who, who uh, fills in on the 50-50 podcast, mentioned that you had about, you know, what, a 78%, 79% uh, success rate on picking so far, um, you know, which yeah, I know you were kind of worried going in just, you know, because it's not something that we do a lot of coverage on with the taps just because it's hard to get coverage on them uh, for that here. So, but your thoughts just overall on, on the taps playoffs, is it, you know, just pretty much status quo for the most part, you know, an upset here or there, but uh the power schools are well. The power schools. Yeah, I mean, if you can see that under taps, the Dallas Fort Worth area really has a lock on as far as the kind of the balance of power, as far as the strength of the teams and so forth. But we, like I said, we have some teams out here that hopefully they'll go through for the boys and the girls, like Central Catholic, Antonia, and uh, JP Church, JP two, and you know. You know, even so, like uh, for a team like even Beaumont Kelly, who's on East Texas, you know, maybe they'll throw a monkey wrench against one of those Dallas area teams. So it's like I said, Tabs is very competitive. Like I said, but it's 
it's real difficult because you can't really measure the districts because one district might be a lot tougher than the other one because of the you know the level of play with it what they have. So let's move on to UIL uh, here at this point here. Let me get set up uh, on my other screen here for this. Da, 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 da. Max Preps has let me down as far as <laughs> ease of access on getting getting this stuff here. So this week was uh, it was taking a little bit longer to get the schedules because Max Prep was down because usually I like to go against uh, compare the two just to make it because sometimes with uh, and it goes my essay as well as Max Prep sometimes information isn't always accurate but. Uh, We'll definitely see if we can get through this here. So we just have the standings at this point. I know Roth has already got some key matches uh, set up here in his mind for here. So looking at uh, 4A Region 4, you know, Districts 26, 27, 28. Uh, District 26, uh, Bernie Greyhounds, uh, your number four seed, 17-3-2, uh, 7-0. and 0. Uh, Davenport, 5-1-1 and 1 in District. Uh, Fredericksburg, 4-2-1. and 1. Wembley four and three, and I think the playoffs are pretty much set. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. barring a complete collapse from from Wembley, uh, the order might change a little bit. I guess you know with the second round going around, uh, going through here. But uh, any thoughts on District Twenty Six? Uh, you know, the the Bernie Invitational. Yeah, they, I think Bernie already has this locked locked in as far as a district title. Uh, but like you mentioned, I think. That second seed might be a, th a three-team race. Like I said, Weberly is only two games behind. Fredericksburg's only a game behind Davenport. You know, Davenport's very important for them to to make excuse me to maintain that second seed. You know, that'll you know as far as with the, for the playoffs and that way, you know, kind of avoid a little bit beating Burning onto the quarterfinals. So, but it's gonna like I said, those three teams are gonna fight it out for that for that second seed. For, for before this district said and done. 27 for the boys in 4A. Uh, Lavernia, Memorial, Kennedy, um, triplets, 4-1. Uh, Gonzalez, Fox Tech, and Yoakum uh, for that final slot. So the top's are very competitive. Uh, who knows where, you know, any of the top three could finish anywhere. And for that fourth slot here, Gonzalez, Fox Tech, and, and Yoakum Bulldogs. Anybody's game. Yeah. <laughs> you win two you win two games and you might you might create that distance. <laughs> yeah, you might get that you might get that four seed. Uh, but they, then you end up playing <laughs> end up playing maybe hey, it's about making say, the playoffs. <laughs> making the playoffs, yeah. <laughs> but what's a surprise is, is that you know I really thought Lavernia would really dominate this district, but that loss to you know to Memorial really but the you know, kind of put a dapper on that, but they did get a big win against Kennedy. So they even things out there. It's going to come, like I said, now they're going to start the second round. So it's going to come down to who wins these second round games. Um, you know, we, you know, because they lost all the results, if they beat each other again, you know, we could have a three way tie for first place. And then we're going to have to do some coin flips or head to head goal differential to see who gets that one seed. Uh, Gonzalez, that's their. Flat, the play a spot to lose if you know they can knock off Fox Tech and Yokum, which that, they see they had a tie with Yokum, so that, that's not a good result for them. So, so momentum for Yokum to maybe get a win on the, on the second round, but Fox Tech if they can get some couple wins, 
and maybe even a tie against some of the top teams, you know, that can get them in that four spot. Yeah, I'm just trying to take a look if I see. Like I said here, I was having problems with max prep, so I have to do this more on the uh, – no, we're on 27. Let's just see if there's any key matchups this week. Lavernia gets Fox Tech on the well, on the 24th. Yeah, I think when I was doing these – I, mean, I think next, next, I think next week, I think – There'll be some games coming. Like uh, Kennedy, well, actually, I stand corrected. Kennedy Memorial, five o'clock, uh, this this Friday, February twenty fourth, uh, for that here. Um, so that that would be, that's that's the first one that need the that needs to go down is Kennedy versus mm-hmm. Memorial. Um, let's see here, when did they play the first round? And Kennedy won on February second against Memorial one zero. Earlier, so if head-to-head comes into play for tiebreaker purposes, um, Kennedy, you know, if Kennedy gets a gets a win or a tie, you'd think that that would, uh, it you know, give them the advantage, right? Yeah, but remember, like Kennedy did beat Memorial, like I said, they beat Memorial, but Memorial did beat Lavernia, but Lavernia yeah. kind of <laughs> did the favor to Kennedy, so. I mean, we could see that happen again, and that'll be, I think, like what could come down to is, is goal differential, or unless Gonzalez, Fostex, and Yokum decides to throw a monkey wrench and get a tie for one of the top three, that could change things in that title. Race. And that Kennedy Memorial match, if you're interested in going, is at the Edgewood uh, Veteran Stadium. Uh, yeah, Edgewood Veteran Stadium. There, it's, according to my essay, kickoff at 5 p.m. on the 24th. So if you happen to get out early warrior in the area um definitely check out uh this match up here you know like i said here you know for district 27 a very pivotal match along those lines here uh 28 uh floorsville 5-0-1-1 uvalde's climbing back 3-1-2 and two. hondo had a disappointing week uh 3-3 and three. pleasanton 3-3 three and three. uh poteet got their first win uh, of the year uh for that here um, so really kind of everybody's still in it, sort of. Um, but you know, I, I know you think Pleasanton will pull away from the bottom three uh for that here and, and for Hondo, missed opportunity to kind of lay claim to that second second seed, and now they put themselves in a little bit of danger. I don't think falling out of the playoffs, but uh, d- definitely opens that door a little bit. Yeah, you know, don't count out Somerset because like I said, they're not far away from the because they're from Pleasanton and Hondo, they're only a game behind, and things can change in that second right. round. Uh, but yeah, losing to Poti was is a, is a damaging loss for them because yeah. you know, it, it was within striking distance of trying to catch up to Valle to get that two seed. But what are you going to say? Well, Valle, you know, they've kind of turned the page. You know, after a rough non-district, I'm sure they played some really tough non-district teams, but you're starting to see them kind of get into that second. You know, they're in that second spot for the district race. Uh, Floresville, it's their district to lose. I think. I think if they can get a couple more wins, I think they'll pretty much clinch the district title early. Early on. Early on, I think you thought Pleasanton had a pretty good shot mm-hmm. with this, if memory serves me correct here. Um, any yeah, it was going to be between that. Yeah, it was between them and Floresville, but I think Floresville dropping down from five A to four A, it's really kind of helped them a bit because. 
there were there were in that district with Southwest and with Southwest mm -hmm. Legacy and Medina Valley. So that, I think that's helped them kind of kind of flex their muscle a little bit here in this district. Uh, looking at the ladies, uh, Bernie, uh, sixteen and two, six and zero, oh, your fifth rated team. Wimberley, fourteen one and two, five one and one. Davenport, uh, fifteen four two, five one and one. And then Canyon disappointment at two and four. Fredericksburg, two and five at you know four there here. Um, probably the, the the two that are battling for you know for the final slot here, but. Any, you give Wimberley or, or Davenport any chance to catch the Greyhounds or, you know, that one and a half game uh, lead that they have, uh, you, you don't think that they'll be able to make that up uh, starting the second round? It's, it's, I don't think it's over yet. Like I said, they, like I said, you still – Davenport and Wimberley are still capable of beating Bernie. You know, it's it, – it's, it's their Bernie's title to lose here. If they can knock off, like I said, both of them, uh, they pretty much got that – clinched in but like I said of getting getting a loss you know you know over you know Wimberley getting a win over Bernie or come out or Davenport or Bernie you're back in the title race but you still like I said you still have to take care of business but so but those are like I, I kind of had an idea those would be the top three teams battling out but like I said Bernie's in, in a good shape you just need to like I said take care of business I know they did, did in the first round I think they'll take care of business in the second round it'll be a little bit tougher because Second time around, you make right adjustments from the first game. You learn from that game, and you know, you know, you can get the upset. So, and then the bottom last, the last playoff spot, you know, Canyon Lake. I expect a little bit more from them, but they're in the dogfight here with Fredericksburg. So we'll see how how that that could come down to the end. Toward, you know, at the end of the season, who who gets that that spot, but it's, if they can get some results with some of the top teams, that would help out as well. Even a tie against one of the top three would help. Yeah. And, and like I said, not just counting Northern Oaks, uh, but like I said, I, just the limited games that they've played, like I said here, that, you know, looking at their scores, it hasn't been super competitive uh, with the teams from the top. So that's why, you know, I'm kind of going with the, the battle between Canyon Lake and Fredericksburg. Uh, for the 27 ladies, um, Kennedy, 5-0-1-1. Lavernia, uh, 14th ranked, uh, but in second still, 4-0-2. Oh, uh, Gonzalez, 3-1-2, had a great week, uh, moved up the, um, you know, moved up from near the bottom to uh, right now solidly in the playoffs uh, with, I think, that a, a three-game week uh, where they won it in, in district there. And then <laughs> there's three for one, uh, Young Women's Leadership, Memorial, uh, Yoakum Bulldogs, um, one, three, and two, and then uh, Yoakum Bulldogs are, are one, two, and three. Actually, they should be uh, up in the fourth slot here. My bad. Um, I didn't catch that third tie. Um, and then Fox Tech, uh, unfortunately, uh, struggling in district, but uh, should be Yoakum in fourth right now uh, with, with that extra draw instead of a loss. Uh, but a lot of ties in this one here, so it tells me it's a very competitive district. Your thoughts on Lavernia um, disappointing you even on the girls' side as well, or no? Yeah, I'm just a little surprised that they got a couple of ties. You know, I really thought they'd be the the class of this you know of this district, but you know, kudos to Kennedy. You know, for the girls, they're doing a great but job. You mentioned preseason them dropping. I think they're one of the teams that dropped yeah, down, right? Dropped down, yeah. That, that, that was going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. You know that made made a difference for them. I think playing tougher competition. Now they're playing schools 
you know, at the same kind of, you know, class, you know, class sizes, you know, it's, you know, uh, student populations really kind of helping them out. And, you know, you know, it's, I think it's good. It's going to come down to the next, the, when they face each other again, whoever wins that game is probably going to end up winning the district title. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just don't see Gonzalez catching up to them. Uh, but I think Gonzalez will get that third slot. Uh, but and then the fourth slot is going to be a three-team uh, three race. Uh, can Yoakum ward off Memorial and Young Durham's leadership? You know, if they can get those wins, win those two games, I'm sure they'll get a win over Fox Tech. I think they'll clinch that spot. But what will help them also is knocking off maybe Gonzalez, you know, getting a tie or a win. A win. That will help them kind of solidify getting, for sure, a slot into the playoffs. Moving to the 28 ladies, uh, 4A, Pleasanton, 5-0-1, Uvalde, 5-1, uh, Floresville, 3-2, Somerset, 2-2-1, Hondo, Poti, and, you know, 1-4, and Pearsaw, 0-4. Oh, um, really, I, th I think most of us feel, or at least I feel, that the top four is kind of set as far as maybe even in order. Um, you know, I guess you could argue Floresville or Somerset, but. Uh, Pleasanton, Uvalde, I think you're probably the clear top two seeds. Uh, Floresville just looking and Somerset looking at their kind of records and performance. Uh, to me, better, unfortunately, better than Hondo, Poti, and Pearsall, uh, at least based on this point. Yeah. I, I think, you know, Uvalde's kind of resurgence, made a little resurgence back. And I, I, that game against Pleasanton's more likely is going to determine who wins that title, the district title, get the, the number one seed. Unless Floresville, you know, because Floresville is still within striking distance, and they can get two quality wins against Pleasanton and Uvalde, they can still lay claim for that district title. And like I said, don't count them out. I think they have a good enough squad to get some results. Uh, Somerset, I think they should be able to fend off Hondo and get that final, like I said, get that final playoff spot. So Uvalde, Pleasanton, uh, March 3rd, 7 p.m. Uh, at... Pleasanton uh, would be the return matchup for that one here. Pleasanton beat Uvalde 2-1 on February 7th uh, for that here. Uh, Pleasanton, you know, has Hondo and, and Pearsall this week, so should be able to maintain the lead and maybe even crack uh, the Rafa's uh, Power 15, maybe? Maybe, uh, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> there are some mention. surprises as, as yeah. we get going. <laughs> Uh, moving uh, to 5A, uh, districts 26, 27, and 28. Uh, Smithson Valley, 8 0. Uh, Piper Warriors, 7 and 1. Uh, Canyon, um, 6 and 2. And Bernie Champion, 4 3 and 1. Kerrville Tyvee on the outside, 3 4 and 1. So, you know, top three, I think, are pretty comfortable in. So, Bernie Champion and Kerrville fighting for that four slot. I still think Bernie Champion will get that fourth spot. I think they're still. I think they have a little too much than Kerrville, um, which is surprising. I really thought Bernie Champion would really compete with Spencer Valley for this. For the, I think it'll be like a two-horse race. Um, not sure what's happening at, at Bernie Champion. You know, could it be injuries, which is a possibility because they did play one of the probably most brutal non-district schedules before district play. I mean, they play some really quality teams and I think they, they did that because knowing last year, the run they had, you know, losing to a, one of the DFW teams, you know, they, they wanted to prepare playing that type of caliber, but hopefully they may have said they may, they'll get things together and who 
who's to say they don't get out of that fourth seed and maybe challenge and get into the second seed. But kudos to Sensen Valley, the excellent season. Had a tough game against uh, Piper. Piper gave them, gave them a run for their money, but Sensen Valley's experience came through. But um, I'm waiting for that that rematch. You know, I'm sure Piper will learn, you know, from that game. You know, they'll have them at home, and we'll see, we'll see how this game's there. They're at the Coliseum, see how it goes. And you never know. Like I said, Piper could get things together and end up knocking out Sensen Valley in, in round two. Well, that'll be interesting to see how the, uh, this one works out here. Moving to 27 girls, Alamo Heights, 11 and 2. Jefferson, MacArthur, 9 and 2, 8 and 2. Edison, uh, 7 and 4. Um, and then kind of Gap, Highlands, and, and Burbank, uh, you know, uh, game well, two games out already at this point here. So um, is really the only thing to be decided is kind of that second and third seed. Do you think Edison's locked in pretty much to the fourth? Obviously, your third-ranked uh, Alamo Heights that uh, maybe moves up next week on the on the uh, the um, the rankings here. We'll see. But uh, your thoughts on the Alamo Heights Invitational, since we called the other one Bernie Invitational? Yeah, Alamo Heights had a big win. I think they had a ten nothing win over Jefferson. That, they made a statement that 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 game, like, hey, you know, this is our. They pretty much that game pretty much clinched the district title for them, regardless of the record. I don't see anybody else beating them, uh, so it's going to be a fight. You know, as far as for second place, it's going to be a fight between Gene Jefferson and Mac. Um, Mac, I really lost the first time with Jeff. Can they bounce back and tie things up and see if they get that second seed? Uh, Edison, I think they're they're unlocked. I think also for that four seed. I don't think Highlands. Unless the Highlands can get hot towards the end and maybe knock off Edison in these coming weeks and have some luck that Edison kind of loses maybe even to like like a Burbank or a Brackenridge. Uh, but more likely, like I mentioned, Edison will have pretty much the lock in that four spot. And then 28, uh, Southwest, 6-0-1, Medina Valley, 7-1. Um, and then a whole host of teams: McCollum three and three, <laughs> to Harland three four and one, Southwest Legacy two two and four, South Sand still in it at two four and two, and even Southside two four and two. Uh, the only one that I think you could say is probably out is is, is uh, the Eagle Pass win, win uh, for that here. Um, I know you think probably the top two seeds. Uh, there's the return match between Southwest and Medina Valley. You know to determine. You know if Southwest gets the win, obviously they'll. Clinch. Yeah. Before that's, here. Yeah, that's a key game. And that game was very close the first time around. I think that game was at Southwest. The the second the rematch is gonna be at Medina Valley. And hope and look, I'm hoping, like I said, you know, if Medina Valley learns kind of from that, you are, you know, you would think, okay, what do we do wrong in the first game to get this result? How can we improve on this and get the home win at home? Because if they can get that win at home, it now makes things very interesting for that. You know, for actually, the, it's reverse. It's reverse. It's reverse. South Southwest one one zero at Medina oh, no, okay. Valley, okay. and they actually play this week. Uh, tomorrow, actually, tomorrow? Uh, seven fifteen kickoff, according to my essay, Medina Valley at Southwest, and then. Uh, Southwest has another home match against McCollum uh, for that here. So uh, that 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 return match is tomorrow. So next week we'll have a clear indication of of 
you know, did, did is Southwest still the team to beat, or Medina Valley uh, lay claim to the to the to the throne? Yeah, if Southwest wins tomorrow night, uh, they pretty much lock. It's a lock for their district title. Uh, but Medina Valley, like I said, that close loss at home. Like I said, if they can figure things out, and Southwest is beatable because I just said I did see you know they they have been beaten already twice. If they can learn, Medina Valley can put things together and squeak out a win. Like I said, they'll make things really interesting for that title run. And then the, the other spots, like I said, you got <laughs> you got five teams fighting it out for that second spot with their close range. So it's it's like a log jab. We'll see who we'll see if McCollum can keep maintain that third spot. Same thing with Harlando, but you know, don't count out Legacy. Maybe even South Sanford, you know, trying to lay in claim of those two. Uh, spots. The key will be to hold your own, right? Against mm-hmm. you know, against those here, and if you can grab a point against Medina Valley or Southwest, uh, yeah. it here. Uh, moving to the boys, uh, Piper, uh, fifteen two and three, six zero oh, and two, Bernie Champion, six one and one in district. Uh, Smithson Valley, they had a, I believe they had a rough week, uh, six and two, and then uh, Canyon five and three. Kerrville Tyvee, once again, just on the outside looking in, four, three, and one. And then, you know, then then, then the gap to Wagner, Veterans of Memorial, and Seguin. So, um, top four pretty solid, or you, you give Kerrville Tyvee a chance to, to sneak in and, and get past uh, Canyon? Kerrville, like I said, I'm sure they'll take care of the, uh, it's against Wagner, Veterans, and Seguin. I think the key is if they can get wins, if they can get a win against Canyon, and then and get some points off of Simpson Valley champion or Piper, like a tie or even a win, that'll help him try to get that fourth spot. Uh, kudos to Piper, because uh, said being in first place, first year program as far as varsity play, they're doing excellent. Um, Bernie champions really kind of bounced back after kind of a little rough, uh, rough year last year. Little start, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then Simpson Valley, I know they had a rough start, non-district play. But then they want to put a six-game winning streak in district, but they've lost, lost the last two. That's a little concerning there. But we'll see. They're still not out of the picture as far as the district title. So it's going to come down, like I said, this second round, you know, if they can get, get wins above the teams above them to get back into that, you know, get that, t- that district title. Yeah, I think Piper had a good stretch where – they drew against Bernie Champion. They drew uh, against Kerrville Tyvee. Both of those were on the road. Uh, they beat Piper, or they beat Smithson Valley in a thriller um, in a back and forth game, 3 2. And what I liked about it is the next game against Seguin, you figure there could have been a, a let off, but they ended up winning 6 0 at, at home. Uh, now that, you know, they kind of go into the this week here, they got uh, Wagner and, and Veterans Memorial. Um, before they set up for you know for the final four uh, for Piper of uh, Canyon, Bernie Champion, Tyvee, and Smithson Valley. So uh, you know for Piper, like I said here, they've you know they've got the opportunity to kind of build some distance uh, this week, especially if Bernie Champion and Smithson Valley Canyon are playing against each other. You know to kind of build that gap for that last two weeks where you know the, the you know you know, the, the schedule gets a lot tougher uh, yeah. for them. Trying to see Bernie champion. Do they play? Yeah. Piper can rub that little gauntlet after they get, you know, after the, those two, those other games with the bottom half of the teams, 
even going maybe like three and one, I think that can help them clinch the district title. If they go two and two, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about maybe a second or third seed, but if Piper can at least get, you know, with the top within the top four, well, with the second, third, and fourth, and fifth, if they can go three and one, I think that'll, that'll be enough, I think, to clinch the district title. Yeah, looking at kind of the schedules here, it almost seems like I don't want to say it's a bye week uh, for that here, but most of the teams are uh, playing, you know, the, the Wagner's, Veteran Memorial, Seguin's uh, through that here. So next week will be the huge week where you're going to see really the top four kind of battle it out against each yeah. other uh, for that here. So that'll be something to focus on next week here. Uh, 27. Uh, Alamo Heights, 10 and 1. Edison, 9 and 2, still very much in it. Uh, Jefferson, Brackenridge, MacArthur, all, you know, 7, 4, 6, and 4, 6, and 4, respectively. And then, of course, there's a gap to Lanier at 4 and 6. Uh, so to me, it seems like you've got a, a three horse race for two slots, the third and fourth. And then, you know, Edison, if, if they, you know, I'll have to see when they play um, Alamo Heights again, uh, if, if they have an opportunity to try to clinch that number one seat or at least make that make that a discussion and they had that heat up, they had the heat up, upset against alamo heights with that one one nil win so i'm sure that's going to drop down alamo heights for the rankings there a little bit but <laughs> but you got to give credit edison edison's really been relentless and you know now they're within striking distance uh you know one little slip like i said you know one little slip up they can end up taking over that, you know, the, the district lead, you know, not you know, Alamo Heights, you know, so it has yeah. to go through, you look at like Brackenridge or MacArthur, anything can happen. Even a tie could be even throw things off too as well. Yeah, Edison and Alamo Heights are done. Yeah, they well, they split the series and mm -hmm. um, goal difference between the twos even as well, Three, you know, because uh, Alamo Heights lost three to two uh, in, you know, at Orem Stadium. Uh, but then uh, came back and beat uh, beat them at the SAISD Sports Complex 1-0. So that one's interesting to see how, you know, it'll be how, how how they – to me, Edison's in a position to where if they can handle the pressure, um, possibly, you know, where, where they can move into maybe that number one seed, depending on tiebreakers and goal difference uh, and along those lines. So yeah, that'll be a race to kind of watch. Jefferson, Brack, and MacArthur, you give anyone any favorites, or is this just wide open between the three? It, it could be wide open, and but I'm sure, you know, you don't want to get that force feed because you're going to end up playing Southwest in the first round. <laughs> so, so that's important, you know, though, then, right? That's important, yeah. It's important to get that third seed to kind of avoid, you know, even though it may, maybe you end up playing like Harlandale, but like I said, Harlandale, you know, you know, lost to that Southwest unproven. team. Unproven. Yeah, they're not proven yet. And I think this might be. I think this is a little tougher district than 28 as far as battle-tested teams. And like I said, I think Jefferson Brack and even Matt and Mac can probably, you know, give pull off an upset. You know, if they get that third spot. 28. Speaking of which, uh, Southwest eight uh, no. Got the win over Harlandale, uh, seven and one. Uh, Southwest Legacy, four two and two. Uh, Eagle Pass win, uh, four three and one. Medina Valley kind of surprising at three three and two, uh, along those lines here. So, uh, not out of it, but 
I think definitely a harder race than what you intended or that what you initially thought Medina Valley would be in uh, for that here. And then as you mentioned, you don't want to finish in that fourth slot here because then you're playing Alamo Heights in round one. So Yeah. And you're playing at and they'll be at Alamo Heights. <laughs> or it, it, like I said, it could also be Edison, you know, you, you know, that third and fourth spot, you know, Alamo Heights and Edison, that's a tough that's gonna be a tall task, you know, in that first round game. But you know, kudos to Southwest. Like I said, they had that big monster win over Harlandale last week. I think I think they showed that they're still the 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 beast the beast of, of District Twenty Eight Five uh, A Harleydale. You know, like I said, can you know? I'm sure they'll bounce back from this. And then, like I said, then the rematch. Can they go to Southwest and pull off a win? You know, what can they learn? We're gonna make you it know, more competitive, right? Because kind of, yeah, the game got out of hand early. Um, you know, for that here. So can, can Harlandale hang hang in there? Because uh, you know. And to me, make it more of a game. I think uh, to me is more the bigger question. You know, can they can they improve uh, on on the you know from the first round? Do you give any shot to Legacy possibly passing them up, or you think uh, Harlandale? You know, just with that game and a half, you know, per, you know, should be able to handle you know, handle difference. I know I've been on the Harlandale. You know, hey, they you know they've been undefeated or they've only got one loss. Um, but sometimes when you lose that momentum and you get beat like you know, like they did to Southwest, sometimes that momentum can go away. I think they were brought back to reality, I think, in that game. <laughs> and then but the one thing is, you know, th- that game they, when they play Southwest Legacy, they cannot take them lightly because Southwest Legacy uh almost got a result with Southwest. You know, did Southwest just got by them. And you know, even when that's you know, I know that's a rivalry game, but they just, I guess the Southwest Legacy cannot be taken lightly. Even if CC win too, you cannot take them lightly as well too. They've been the surprise in this district, and um, I'm sure like Southwest Legacy and CC win are probably battling out who, who can get that. They're probably going to want that third spot because they're probably trying to want to avoid Alamo Heights. So uh, it's going to, like I said, it's going to towards the end. Like I said, we'll see who gets that last spot between Legacy and win. But legacy could, like I said, if they can knock off Harlando, maybe they can slide in and get into that that second slot. Yeah. So uh, looking at it here, Harlandale plays at uh, at uh, Southwest Legacy on Friday the third of March here at, at Southwest Legacy, and then the following Friday they play at Southwest. So, um, and in between there's a trip to Eagle Pass. So uh, they're scheduled during that time frame gets gets very difficult uh um they do get mccullum to to wrap up but you know starting you know february 28th you know they travel to medina valley travel to southwest home to eagle eagle pass win and then travel to southwest you know between the uh, between the 28th and march uh march 10th here so for you know for uh harlandale you know we'll, we'll see how they how they show the second round here and in 6A here, uh, shirts 4011, uh, New Braunfels Unicorns. You've been uh, high on them all year, and they, they're kind of making their move now. 3 1 and 1, Cibolo Steel 3 and 2, Jetson 3 and 2, and then uh, East Central and San Marcos. Uh, San Marcos and East Central should be reversed uh, for that here. But uh, I think top four is pretty set, you think, or you giving San Marcos a shot to get a, you know get ahead of. Uh, converse uh, with their uh, with a game 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 out I guess uh, with yeah. an extra draw on there. Sorry, I 
didn't catch that here, but uh, um, you, you give it a shot. This to me, this is one that I think gets overlooked a little bit because there's really mm -hmm. no powerhouses, uh, you know, in, in this district this year, which is kind of surprising because Clemens and still both have have pretty, you know, if, if memory serves me right, uh, I know Clemens does, but uh, um, you know, I've, I think Steele's been pretty competitive the last couple of years as well, but. Uh, mm -hmm. Your thoughts on 27 boys? I, I think, like I said, that Clemens, I think this is their district for them to lose. I, I think they've got, you know, getting that win over, you know, over New Braunfels, it was big. Uh, like I said, when they meet in the, the, the second round, so that's going to be key. But, you know, I, as far as competitiveness against, you know, the first round of the playoffs against District 28, it's it's going to be tough for them because what we see on the next slide, you know, how, you know the, the quality of teams that they're going to have to face. But as far as the district title here, as I can say, it's going to come down to New Braunfels and Clemens Steele. I think they might. I think they'll get that third seed. Uh, San Marcos has to get that win against Converse, and then maybe even hopefully, you know, get a tie or or like I said, steal some points from the steal some from the top from three the top. teams. Yeah, to you know either tie or win. To kind of get that that fourth spot, but I don't I don't think Judson would probably want that fourth spot right now because of that with the face of the number one team in in, in, in my in my top fifty in my par rankings. Which is the Lee Volunteers out of 28, 16 0 and 2, 9 0 and 2. Uh Reagan, uh your six seed, 12, 4 and 3, 8, 1 and 1. Brandeis, 12, 3 and 3, 8, 2 and 1. And Johnson, 7, 1 and 2. And that's where we just need to stop. It's this one. It's the top four, and, and no disrespect to Churchill, Clark, Madison, Roosevelt, or Marshall, but I, you know, unfortunately, you know, I, barring a complete compla uh, um, collapse by by Johnson, I just don't, or even Brandeis, I don't see anybody uh, climbing up, the, you know, beating the top four here. So, just a matter of seeding, right? At, at this point, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, the big games tomorrow night. Uh, Lee versus Reagan, the rematch, and Lee gave Reagan a pounding last time with a three nothing win. Um, and then this past Saturday, I was at at Gustafson live streaming uh, the Brandeis Lee game for the boys. Uh, hell of a game there. It, it, there was a lot of back and forth. A little controversial on on the, as far as the goal um, was should have been you know been a foul called. Ref said play on. Uh, Lee was able to Lee player was able to get the ball, you know, tap, you know, score it right into the goal. You know, I know some of the brand experts weren't happy about you know the non call, but like I said, the referee said play on. You know, say if you, if you want to see it, watch <laughs> go on our Facebook page. You can see the the game on there. Um, you got to watch going after the referees because Daniel will hop on and, and, and give us yeah. a golden no, clue, so. I, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the, the Brandeis fans weren't happy about it, but like I said, the ref made the call. You got to go with it. So there's really nothing you can do. But like I said, it was a great game. Uh, but tomorrow's, tomorrow's big. I think if Lee wins tomorrow night, they're pretty much close to district title. I, I just don't see anybody else from the – Maybe, you know, Johnson could, you know, like I said, they tied the last time, you know, could throw a little monkey wrench. But Reagan has to win this game, you know, if, if they're going to have any shot at winning the district title. Um, Brandeis still not out of it yet. They still, have, they still have to play Reagan. They still have to play Johnson. You know, you know, maybe if Lee falters, 
they could still sneak in. So it's it's a four. Like I said, it's still a four team race. Uh, but if you know, like I said, but Lee, I think if they get the win tomorrow, I think it's pretty much wraps for that district title for them. All four teams in this, you think, go deep in the playoffs, or at least get past the first the couple of first couple of rounds. It's going to depend on that second round game. Uh, I think though, I think honestly, twenty six A is going to sweep twenty seven six A for the district for the first round. Um, you know, you got a second round matchups. You know, now you're talking about Lake Travis. You're talking oh, okay. about Dripping Springs, Westlake, but also you have Ron Rock, you have uh, McNeil, uh, you know, Vandergriff. So you know those two. You know those producers are going to beat each other up. That's where the seedings really come into play. Yeah. So seedings come really. It's a big. It's a big thing. And uh, but I think what Lee's done this year, as far as the non-district play, you know. That five zero win at Dripping Springs, you know, was a statement game, Damn, yeah. and I think I think they have enough to beat Lake Travis. Even though I have Lake Travis number one, because my power rank is with with the fifty fifty podcast. I think Lee has enough this year. I think they're better. I said I think they've proved on their uh, goalkeeping. I think even defensively, one thing I saw in this game, they really pressed the heck out of Brandeis, and they've caused a lot of problems. And I think Lee's, you know, if they can get a lead ahead of, they know how to manage manage it and be able. I think they can win those one zero games into the playoffs. Twenty nine, uh, your number number two team, uh, Harlan Hawks, thir- uh, 13, 2 and two, ten zero oh, and one in district. Warren seven three and one, O'Connor six two and three, uh, John Jay uh, five four and two, Brennan five four and one, and and, the, and then the gap. Uh, my Stevens Falcons, a uh, one, five, five, uh, five draws. I don't know if that's good or bad. So they're not <laughs> a lot. Of, it's like, you can tell they're close, but, uh, and, and fortunately, uh, you know, their, their, their season's basically over, uh, for the year. Cause I don't see them making, making up the gap, but, um, obviously Harden Harlan's probably locked into the number one seed, uh, five through two. Uh, still wide open, or you think Warren, Warren's kind of moving into that locked locked into the playoffs as well? I, I think if they can get some key wins, if they can knock off O'Connor and Jay, I think they'll lock into that second seed. Um, it's important that, that you know for them to get that second seed because they'll play 36 uh, A, which is the Laredo area teams of Del Rio and Eagle Pass. Um, if I see a matchup, you know, Warren possibly maybe facing, um, you know, you know, I'm trying to change who would probably be you know, maybe an LBJ who's struggling right now, or or even a United South that's also kind of a little struggling. The top two teams are right now in 36 days. Right now, it's a you know, it's Del Rio and Alexander. So um, that's going to be tough for the the third seed and the fourth seed to play those two because they may have to hit the road and out, out west and play them. So, but it, I think those three spots with O'Connor, Jay, and Brennan. It's going to be a dogfight for that. Who gets that? You know, those two last spots for the bet. Like I said, Warren. I think they will have a locked in. I think to this, if they can get a couple more wins, they'll have it locked in for that second spot. Yeah, well, looking, at, looking at the schedule for Warren, they got Taft, Brennan on Tuesday, the twenty eighth. Uh, O'Connor next Friday, the third, and then Stevens and and Sotomayor. So their schedule. You know, they've already played both matches with Harlan, so you got to figure that if they handle their business against the bottom three, 
that should you know they they should be comfortably in O'Connor. Let me see what they who they got left here because it really kind of depends on who has that that match against Harlan left, right? It is yeah. kind of uh, home Sotomayor, Stevens, O'Connor. Yeah, O'Connor doesn't. So that means probably John Jay still has that match against John Jay and Brennan. Which could come down to that last spot, yeah. you know, there, that, and that's a, that's a key, you know. I'm surprised Harlan, Harlan got a, <laughs> a draw. <laughs> I thought they would have ran the table kind of a clean clean sheet there. Yeah, against O'Connor, a 1-1 draw. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Har Harlan's got uh, Jay. So they got Stevens, Sotomayor, Holmes, Jay, and Taft. So, yeah, really – uh, really, John Jay is the only one that maybe at a slight disadvantage because they're the only team out of the out of the top out of the top five that um, have to have to fa face Harlan again for that second time. Um, but you know, if you look at this district, even on you know the bottom teams, Holmes three ties, uh, Stevens five draws. Um, those are the points that that can cost you the playoffs. There yeah. is, you know, you may not lose, but if you if 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 you drop points. Uh, if you drop points, uh, that 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 could that could impact, and and we saw what last year. I think um, it came down to the final final you know final final game uh, yeah. of there of who of who made the playoffs. Uh, what's up, Arthur? I hope everything's going well with you. Thank you for tuning in. Your thoughts on this one here? Are pretty much uh, cut and dry as far as with the top five, and and John Jay is the one that's got the tough match left. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you, you 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 know, you kind of pinpointed there those ties. You know, those can come in. Like I said, like O'Connor got a tie versus Harlan, which is a positive for them. You know, because it's not a loss. You know, had they lost, you know, maybe they'll be in the fourth spot and Jay be in the third spot. So you know, they cannot take lightly Holmes, Taft, Stevens. You know, you know, you know, who's to say like with Stevens, those five ties could be, could be, you know, could have been four wins or three wins, or and now you're talking something different. So, you know, can't take yeah, them lightly. Warren tied Stevens. So that's dropped points from them. And I was trying to see Jay tied uh, as well uh, for there. So those are the two big ones as far as the playoff teams. Those are the two big ones that 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 dropped points to, you know, and I'm just using Stevens because, you know, that's the school AJ goes to, um, you know, a, as an example. Plus they got five draws. Uh, for that here, but to me, the one that stands out, you know, zero zero draw on February 7th, um, at Ferris, uh, you know, with Warren here, um, you know, you know, and I know they face uh, at the end of the season, you know, at the uh, North Side Field, uh, too. So, um, maybe, maybe, uh, Stevens can get a draw uh, this Saturday against Harlan, yeah, <laughs> they can park uh, the bus, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I love my I love my Falcons, but man, it's it's been interesting watching uh, them and of course uh, the JV squad. Uh, they're always close games, always competitive games, but yeah, it's just a little bit short on the attacking side here, which makes a difference. Uh, moving over to the ladies, um, I need to fix this uh, slide here. Uh, four uh, twenty-seven, six uh, A twenty-seven girls. New Braunfels five and zero. Oh, Cibolo still three one and one. Shirts, uh, the Lady Buffaloes two and two, uh, San Marcos East, uh, uh, San Marcos one, two, or two, 
um, East Central one and three, and the Jets and Rockets and last at oh, oh, 04 and one. So this one here, New Braunfels, is still probably pretty comfortable. Yeah, I think I think New Braunfels, like I said, I think they'll they'll, they'll clinch the district title. Um, I, I think they've shown like they've gone in the first half of the season undefeated in district play. Uh, the surprise was Steel. You know, Steel really struggled ever since I went to watch him play against those Fresnos. And I think maybe from that game, they've kind of turned the leaf a bit. They got a 3 1 and 1 record. You know, this only setback was against New Braffles. You know, that tie with San Marcos kind of little hurts a little bit there. But, and then a little surprised with Clemens, too. I thought they would really kind of be up there as well. But I think the top, the top three, that's what you're going to see as far as going into the playoffs. Um, you know, I think those will be a lock. And then the, the the last spot, I think it's going to come down to that San Marcos East Central. Whoever can, whoever wins that, if they play it once they face again, if San Marcos can get a win, you know, that could mean, mean a lot for them going to the district for the playoffs. So for 28, we got a lot to discuss here. Uh, Reagan, 9 and 1. Johnson, 9 and 1. Um, but your fourth ranked team, uh, the Lee Lady Volunteers, uh, Eight and three, um, and uh, those three losses are very recent. Brandeis at six, three and two. Clark at five, four and two. Madison at five, uh, four, five and two. Uh, but to me, it's all about Lee, at least for tonight, right? As far as their recent performances and uh, Reagan and Johnson, uh, you know, too soon to say that they're pretty much locked into one and two. Or you think Lee can squeak back in? I think Lee's going to need some help because. Two bad losses against Brandeis and Clark. I think that's probably maybe is going to cost them the district title. Um, you know, the way to make it up, they're going to have to beat Johnson and Reagan in order to get back in it. And then they're going to, and then, you know, hopefully, Reagan, I guess they need some help. And then maybe Reagan and Johnson end up beating, you know, beating one, getting a win over the other. You know, it's, but it's like I said, they're still not out of it, but. You know, I think it's now it's now Reagan's and Johnson's to lose. You know, if they can, you know, like I said, they still have to face Lee. If they can get a win over Lee, both of them, I think, is going to come down to actually is going to come down to the Ian's Cup. The Ian's Cup's coming up between uh, Reagan and Johnson, and that could be your district title game there. Uh, Brandeis, you know, a big win over Lee, got themselves back into you know kind of you know, into the playoff hunt. Same thing with Clark. Clark didn't look so well until they got that upset win over Lee. It's, they're right back battling. And like I said, they're still in the striking distance of Brandeis to get that four spot. So, uh, and then Madison, I think some key losses. I think they might be, uh, maybe two, you know, even though a couple of kids behind, they might be out of it. You know, if if they set the face, like it says Johnson or Lee, Lee. but right, like I said, bottom line, bottom line for this district is it's going to come down to the, the Ian's Cup between Reagan and Johnson, who wins the district title. March 10th, uh, 7 p.m., uh, Brandeis at Clark at Ferris. That, that could be that could be a playoff, basically mm -hmm. a playoff game, depending yeah. on how the other results uh, results go. Uh, Clark's got Madison um, and Johnson this week, and then Churchill, Roosevelt, which you'd figure that they'd handle, you know, Clark should handle those to, to set up Brandeis there. Um you know, for, you know, for that last, you know, last spot on, on March 10th. So that, that'll be interesting to kind of see. Um, but yeah, you got to wonder if Lee maybe has a little bit of injuries. Cause like I said here, they were on such a good roll 
and then all of a sudden, right, you know, right at the end of the season, um, have kind of tailed off a little bit. Uh, 29, uh, Taft, your number one team, still perfect, 14-0, 10-0. O'Connor, 9-2. Warren, 8-3. Brennan, 7-3. Uh, Sotomayor, the rookies, uh, six and four, and the, and the, and then the gap here. So, uh, District Twenty Nine, uh, kind of shit, you know, kind of like uh, you know Twenty Eight, where um, I think the playoffs are pretty much set, except for that fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth, uh, fourth, you know, who finishes fourth or fifth. Um, but I think you'd have to think the experience from Brennan um, is going to help push them to over the finish line over over the uh, young uh, Sotomayor team. Yeah, well, I think with Brennan, I guess, pending a game, uh, they'll they'll probably take, you know, they'll be in third place. I think they're the third best team in that district. I think they'll beat Warren. It'll be a tough game against Warren, but I think they'll beat Warren. Uh, but Taft, what you can say about Taft, you know, knocking off not only Brennan, but then they knocked off convincingly O'Connor at Ferris. You know, the first game was a tough match. That's when me and Coach Connor went to that game. Taft was able to pull off a 2-0 win there at the north side field. And then O'Connor, then they played at Ferris on the turf, which, you know, favors a bit O'Connor because of their speed. Uh, but Taft went in there, took care of business. Uh, they pretty much have this district locked, you know, knocking off the two top, you know, the two really the two top teams, Brennan and O'Connor. You should have no problem, I think, with Warren uh, and pretty much going undefeated for this district. We'll find out about your Brennan Bears because this week they play O'Connor, Northside Field mm -hmm. 1 at 7 o'clock, and then on Tuesday at the same field, uh, they face Warren as well. So uh, for Brennan, uh, they get, you know, two and three. If they win those, they move up. If they lose, it, it opens, it, you know, it's, it's, you know, you're probably, you're probably fighting for that, that fourth slot here. So mm -hmm. um, big week for, big, big week for uh, the Brennan Bears uh, for that here. So, Rafa, I got to go pick up AJ sure. here. Uh, any final thoughts that you got uh, to, to get us out of here? No, just some, like I said, we have some key games tomorrow. Like I said, make sure to check them out. Like I said, key games like Reagan Lee, like I said, that we mentioned. And then also a big playoff game at, at Benson Stadium for Central Catholics. So you have a chance to head out there, and hopefully we'll get a, head, get a chance to go out there as well. Like I said, Rafa, thank you for uh, coming in. I know you're on the road. Uh, hopefully, this breaks up uh, the, you know the hotel life here for you, and uh, <laughs> um, you know you can stay stay off the soda a little bit here and uh, safe drive back uh, to San Antonio. I think uh, you're out of town till when? Uh, I'll be uh, to I'll come back tomorrow, but then I go back out of town Sunday. I'll be in Laredo, so I'll be in, for the fan cast. I'll be in Laredo. Uh, are you going to be on or no? I'll be on. I'll be on. Oh, I'll yeah, be at the yeah, hotel, okay. so I'll be on out next week. So we will see you guys later. What's life without goals? Uh, like I said here, I better get over there or AJ's going to be upset because I turn <laughs> off the lights at 9 o'clock. So <laughs> off to uh, Alamo City. Here I come. So hope everybody has a wonderful evening. Have a good one.